Hi, everybody. This is Stefan Molyneux from Free Domain Radio. So much has happened since I produced a show yesterday on the New York, New Jersey, and Minnesota terrorist attacks in America over the weekend that this is an update on what has happened since. It has been a blur of activity, but I'm going to get you up to speed so you know what is going on. So... Prior to the terrorist attacks in New York and New Jersey, FBI officials had been on high alert due to the United Nations General Assembly meeting in New York City, which will be attended by many world leaders. Now, of course, they said they had no indications of an attack, but they were prepared for the potential of an attack. Following the Chelsea, New York neighborhood bombings, which injured 29 people, one extremely seriously, an unidentified male caller called 911 with an ominous warning, saying, I'm looking at the explosion down the block. There will be more. A handwritten letter, partially written in Arabic, was found inside a plastic bag which held the second undetonated explosive device. The contents of the letter have yet to be released by law enforcement at this time, because, you see, of course, they want to keep you safe. They don't want you to panic by having any actual facts, i.e. that it may, of course, be a part of a manifesto for repeating the attacks, as the uh, unidentified male caller who called 9-11 mentioned. The placement of the first New York bomb within a dumpster served to lessen the damage of the explosion. Obviously, it was contained by the metal walls of the dumpster. The Chelsea explosive device contained a residue of tannerite, which is an explosive that can be used for target practice and is available at sporting goods retailers. No tannerite was used in the production of the New Jersey bombs as black powder was their primary ingredient. Both the New York and New Jersey explosive devices incorporated cell phones into their design for detonation purposes. Now, New Jersey Governor Chris Christie said, There is no doubt in my mind that the incidents in New York, Elizabeth and Seaside Park are connected. Those who are Radical, especially radical Islamic terrorists, need to be called out. We don't know what the motivation is for the last 48 hours, but I think we have a feeling for what it is. Okay, well, just by the by, Chris, this is why you're not the nominee. Called out? Have a feeling? Well, we'll see what Trump said in just a few minutes. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, Democrat, has commented on, quote, certain commonalities among the bombs, which lead authorities to believe, quote, that there was a common group behind the bombs. He went on to say, when you see the amount of damage, we were really very lucky there were no fatalities. Whoever placed these bombs, we will find them, and they will be brought to justice, period. After the controversy of Mayor Bill de Blasio refusing to refer to the bombings as terrorism, Governor Andrew Cuomo was asked if the attacks should be called terrorism. He said, Frankly, it's semantics. It was an intentional bombing. It was not accidental. It was criminal. It was violent. There was no apparent link at this time to any international terrorist organization. No national terrorist organization has taken credit for it. And there was no apparent political purpose. There was also no apparent target besides the general population. Bill. That's exactly what terrorism is. Random, fear-inspired attacks on the general population. Unpredictable. New York Police Commissioner James O'Neill, by the way, it was uh, his second day on the job and his first full day on the job. So James O'Neill said, 
I'm concerned. We did have a bomb that was detonated, and we have no one apprehended. So, of course, I'm concerned. Problem solved. NYPD Chief of Department, I don't know what department, it just says Chief of Department, Carlos Gomez, said, We'll be doing enhanced bag checks throughout the city, not just in the major hubs, but we pick random stations throughout the city. So, I guess everyone, (laughs) I shouldn't laugh, I guess everyone feels a lot safer. So, he also went on to say, We don't have the resources to keep track of everybody that's out there and a potential attacker. This is like trying to empty the ocean onto the beach. Now we're at a level of alert that the city has never seen since 9-11. Now, call me crazy, but if I remember the rhetoric around the start of the war on terror, oh, I don't know, about 15 years ago, the war on terror was supposed to solve all of these problems and end terrorism. And uh, it's actually statistically made it far worse and far more dangerous and far more localized. So, for example, and we'll talk about this in a minute or two as well, at least 858 people who had previously been ordered deported or removed from the U.S. were instead accidentally granted citizenship. That is, uh, the Department of Homeland Security's Inspector General announced that on Monday. So, they're so dangerous, they've got to be deported out of the country. But um, I guess wires got crossed and instead they got citizenship. And this is your government keeping you safe. On Sunday night, at approximately 8.30 p.m., five additional explosive devices were found in a garbage can outside an Elizabeth, New Jersey train station. The devices were not found by law enforcement or very bright bangs, but rather by homeless people who were attracted to the quality of the backpack containing the explosive, right? So they were looking through the garbage. They saw nice, shiny new backpacks, I guess. And then they saw a whole bunch of wires and tubes and ticking things or whatever the hell was going on, cell phones attached to them. And they instead called the police. So... I guess uh, the new the new action movie, Western Civilization, saved by hobos. Yeah, I can't wait. 3D. The authorities used a robot in an attempt to disarm the device, but an unintentional explosion occurred at approximately 12.30 a.m. Monday morning. There were no reported injuries. I guess they're out one robot, though. Elizabeth, New Jersey Mayor Christian Balwash said, I'm extremely concerned. See, she's one level up from O'Neill. I'm extremely concerned for the residents of the community, but more importantly, extremely concerned for everyone in the state and country, where someone can just go and drop a backpack into a garbage can that has multiple explosives in it. You have to wonder, how many people could have been hurt? So, surveillance video, facial recognition software, and fingerprints on an undetonated device directed police to 28-year-old suspect Ahmad Khan Rahami. So... I guess he didn't use gloves. Rahami is a naturalized United States citizen from Afghanistan who lived with his Muslim family in an Elizabeth, New Jersey apartment overtop their family-owned First American Fried Chicken Restaurant. According to a report by Reuters, Rahami was not found in any United States counterterrorism databases, so he was not a known or suspected threat. So, excellent. And just let's just buy the buy. 15 years of the war on terror. Ground invasions of, of course, Iraq and Afghanistan. Just under Barack Obama bombings in at least seven other mostly Muslim countries. After all of this, trillions and trillions of dollars, um, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of Muslims killed, thousands of Americans killed. There are now more terrorists in the world than there were in 2001. 
And those terrorists are actually killing a lot more people. The U.S. government says in 2014, 32,727 people were killed by terrorists worldwide. Now, that's 80% up from just the previous year. See, 2013, huh? 2014, 32,727. That's an 80% increase. Now, 2002, I guess the year after the war on terror started, well, the, the, the number of people killed by terrorists since the war on terror started has gone up by 4,500%. Yes, that's 4,500%. In 2001, there was Al-Qaeda, mostly just in Afghanistan. Today, Al-Qaeda and um, I guess its rival, the Islamic State or ISIS, they got regional affiliates in more than 15 countries, North Africa, Oceania, Southeast Asia, and the Middle East. So the war on terror is worse than a failure. A failure would be it's failed to make terrorism any less. The exact opposite is that the number of people killed by terrorism has gone up 4,500% since the government decided to wage war on terrorism. You know the way that the government waged a war on poverty and now there are no more poor people and the government waged a war on illiteracy and now everybody's much, much better educated. And remember how the government was going to wage a war on income disparities and now income disparities are much wider? I think there's a pattern and we literally are going to end the human race if we don't figure out this pattern. Okay. Thank you for the rant. Here we go. While authorities were responding to the reports of explosive devices outside the Elizabeth train station, the FBI stopped a, quote, vehicle of interest related to the New York bombing and took five individuals of Middle Eastern descent into custody. According to New York Mayor Bill de Blasio, Democrat, quote, there was a vehicle that came to the attention of the NYPD and it was trailed. It was stopped. Individuals were questioned. Authorities originally had reason to believe that Rahami was inside the vehicle, but he was not. All five suspects taken into custody are associates of Rahami, including at least one blood relative. The men are still being detained, but have yet to be charged with a crime. A bulletin was put out for Rahami, and he was found. <sighs> yes, criminal mastermind that he was, when the owner of a local bar reported an individual asleep in his doorway. A single police officer responded, recognized Rahami, and was shot in the torso by the suspect. The officer wasn't seriously injured due to his bulletproof vest and was joined by additional police backup. Yeah, well, you know, obviously he'd be asleep in a doorway. Guy'd probably been up all night. Gotta get your Z's. Rahami randomly discharged his weapon, firing at passing cars before engaging in a shootout with police. Linden Police Chief Captain, sorry, Linden Police Captain James Sarnicki said, the suspect pulled out a gun and fired at the officer and striking him in the abdomen. The gentleman got up and started walking down the street in a westerly direction. I guess that's not as far as belief systems go. He said, I'm told that he was randomly discharging his handgun and one of the officers was able to get close enough to him and return fire. According to mail carrier, Robbery Verratti, quote, I heard pops, I went into the body shop and then I heard them saying, there's more shots. And when I stood at the door, we could hear more pops. Despite being shot several times, Rahami was taken into custody alive. New York Mayor Bill de Blasio, Democrat, said, There may very well turn out to be a link to foreign organizations. I think that it is premature to use a word like sell. This may have been the work of one individual. It may be more than one individual. We need more information. Great. FBI's New York Division Assistant Director William Sweeney Jr. said, 
There is no indication that there is a terror cell operating in the area. I don't know, does it, this is supposed to make people feel better? Is it, is it better to get blown up by a bomb placed by a terror cell versus a lone wolf individual? I don't think it matters myself, but what do I know? So interestingly, Ahmad Rahami, his father Muhammad Sr., and his brother Muhammad Jr., brought a discrimination and, quote, selective enforcement, end quote, lawsuit against the police in 2011 related to the family's first American chicken restaurant. The family claimed that the police attempted to shut down their restaurant early each night due to their religion and burdened them with, quote, baseless, end quote, tickets and summonses. It was claimed that locals racially abused them, saying things like, quote, Muslims don't belong here, Muslims should not have businesses here, and Muslims are trouble. I guess they showed them. Photographer and neighbor James McDermott was involved in the lawsuit and called the claims completely untrue. So he said, Muhammad Rahami was operating in violation of some local ordinances. He operated way beyond closing time, and it became a hangout for kids. I made complaints about it, and he took offense at that. The city took him to court for his violations, and then he sued the city, the police officers that were involved, and me as well. We won the case. He went on to say, he was supposed to close at 10 p.m. He was staying open illegally until 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. He wouldn't let the kids in there drinking soda use the restaurant and tell them to go around the corner so they would come around and use my driveway as a bathroom. That's what I took the biggest offense at. Other than the lawsuit, I kept away from them. Resident Ryan McCann said, Ahmad Rahmani is always in there. He's a very friendly guy. That's what's so crazy. It's hard when it's home. Resident Jean-Pierre Perez said, I could have went there for food one day, and something could have happened. The Dickensian-named friend Flea Jones said, At one point, he left to go to Afghanistan, and two years ago, he came back, popped up out of nowhere. And he was real religious, and it was shocking. I'm trying to understand what's going on. I've never seen him like this. An unnamed neighbor, perhaps wisely, said, Up until recently, they wore regular clothes, like us, and then they started dressing in their culture's clothes. Back to Elizabeth, New Jersey Mayor Christian Balwish, who said, the restaurant has been monitored for code enforcement and noise complaints over the years, but we've never suspected anything like this. Police are going to be in there for a few hours investigating not only the fried chicken place, but the residences upstairs. Oh, I don't know. I'm no law enforcement expert, uh, but um, I'm, I'm going to guess that uh, it's probably going to be a bit more than a few hours. Well, let's hope so. President Barack Obama. I'm pretty sure this was a new speech, but it kind of has a ring of familiarity. He said, We will never give in to fear. We all have a role to play as citizens to make sure we don't succumb to that fear. And there's no better example of that than the people of New York and New Jersey. Folks around here, they don't get scared. We will continue to lead the global coalition in the fight to destroy ISIL, which is instigating a lot of people over the internet to carry out attacks. We're going to continue to enlist tech companies and community and religious leaders to push back against online extremist content and all messages of hate. At moments like this, I think it's important to remember what terrorists and violent extremists are trying to do. They're trying to hurt innocent people, but they also want to inspire fear in all of us and to disrupt the way we live and to undermine our values. Now, Obama, in fact, didn't really comment much, if at all, on this, the whole weekend. 
And um, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of confusing. So he, of course, is surrounded by well-armed Secret Service and security people. So um, is it because he's scared? Should he just wander around and not be scared? Well, no, obviously people want to harm him. So he takes the necessary precautions and changes considerably his lifestyle as president of the United States. Uh, So that seems a little bit uh, strange. And um, the idea that, uh, you know, as they say earlier, if you see something, say something, be vigilant, be alert, be careful, keep your eyes peeled, look for things that are going to be problematic. Unless it's a particular group that votes Democrat, in which case we're just going to call you a racist and try and destroy your life. So these things are all very confusing. But this idea that um, don't be afraid of explosions that can, you know, rip your arm off. Um, I don't know, call me crazy. I think that's okay to be scared of that. I think that's okay. You know, the only people who don't get scared, I think, technically, are called sociopaths. That's my <laughs> amateur understanding. So, I don't know. This don't be scared. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Mm, you know, fear is not an unhealthy emotion in certain situations. Hillary Clinton said, <coughs> the th- <coughs> This threat is real, but so is our resolve. Americans will not cower. We will prevail. We will defend our country. A lot of the rhetoric from Donald Trump has been seized on by terrorists, particularly ISIS. They want to use that to recruit more fighters to their cause by turning it into a religious conflict. That's why I've been very clear. We're going after the bad guys and we're going to get them. But we're not going after an entire religion. So, I don't know who's writing these speeches for her, but (laughs) I'm no political operative. But I got to tell you, Hillary, I think pointing out that ISIS has a big problem with Donald Trump and doesn't like Donald Trump and is offended by Donald Trump, I don't think that's quite the negative that you think it is in your echo chamber of leftist delusions. But anyway, um, let's move on. Donald Trump, what did he have to say? In the past 48 hours, our law enforcement showed again that without them, our country is neither safe nor secure. I am grateful for the quick action of law enforcement in capturing the terrorists responsible for Saturday's bombings, and the off-duty police officer for stopping the terrorist in Minnesota. Just a little break. How about some love for the hobos who also saved quite a few lives, I would imagine. He went on to say, This weekend's attacks from Minnesota to Manhattan are just the latest to be carried out on U.S. soil under President Obama. These should be a wake-up call for every American. The Obama-Clinton doctrine of not taking ISIS seriously enough has emboldened terrorists all over the world. They are hoping and praying that Hillary Clinton becomes president so they can continue their savagery and murder. While our president has referred to them as the JV team, that's the junior varsity team, not a serious team, and Hillary Clinton calls them our determined enemies, I have been willing to call them exactly what they are, radical Islamist terrorists. I will bring an end to these senseless acts of violence. They are wrong to say that we're in a fight about narratives. These terrorists pose an existential threat to our country our values, and our way of life. When I am president, terrorists like today's suspect in the New York and New Jersey bombings, Ahmad Khan Rahami, and yesterday's knife-wielding ISIS sympathizer in Minnesota, Dahir Adan, will be stopped. We will not look the other way. We will not allow political correctness and soft-on-terror, soft-on-crime policies to threaten our security and our lives. Revelations that the Obama administration wrongly granted citizenship to over 800 immigrants awaiting deportation from countries of concern to national security or high rates of immigration fraud puts this weekend's attacks in a broader perspective. The safety 
and security of the homeland must be the overriding objective of our leaders when it comes to our immigration policy. That's why I've proposed extreme vetting for immigrants from troubled parts of the world where terrorists live and train and oppose Hillary Clinton's 550% increase in the number of refugees from the conflict in Syria. These are tough problems that require tough leadership. We need to get smart and get tough fast so that this weekend's attacks do not become the new normal here as it has in Europe and other parts of the world.